This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And speaking of completely insane, I'm joined by my trusty sidekick, the lovely Ramon B. How are so you? if I'm completely insane, I didn't say opposite that. of you, that means you're completely sane? Uh, I'm going to go with no. Okay. Yeah. So we do have a caller today. The, we do. We have the lovely Ron Yarbrough from Michigan. How are you, Ron? Hey, Bob. How are you doing? Fantastic. And uh, what town in Michigan are you from? Uh, the Ann Arbor area. Now, I have that written down somewhere. I don't want you to think I have no idea who the guy is. Just a random <laughs> It just sounds like I don't know what I'm doing. Now, Ron, you know this, but we always start with what I like to call the headlines of the day. You're familiar with that, aren't you, Ron? Yeah. Absolutely. Now, uh, today we decided to do something different. We're going to, instead of the headlines of the day, we're going to do the joke of the day. Mm -hmm. Would you like to do the joke of the day? You ready? Let's do it. Keep them on their toes. All right, here we go. Lots of excitement. Okay, President Joe Biden. Okay, now we got that out of the way. So, Ron. what uh, tell us? You've probably got some questions about real estate. I pray to God he's got some questions about real estate, <laughs> so we can do something that makes sense today on the big podcast. I hope so. What do you got? Um. Well. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. We never do this. We never say. Tell us a little bit okay. about yourself. Yeah, we, well, we can do that. Um, I think it was about 2016. I became a fearless agent. And then I did, I did, I was a fearless agent for about a year, year and a half or so. And then I, I stopped subscribing for whatever reason I had in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I recently re-upped last week um, because I, I need to get my head right. I realized that I needed to uh, identify my problems. And I, I think I am. I think I have identified them, which... Now, normally when people drop out, it's because they fell for some crap, as I like to call it. Did that happen to you? Well, yeah, I was I was brand new in the business in 2016. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, 2015, I was brand new in the business. And then I had all these outside forces, you know, telling me different things, and my head was all over the place. What were they telling you? Because well, there's others there's listening that are, uh, we um, we hope there's know, others listening. Are there others listening? You got to find buyers. And I, I, <laughs> I listen to you. You say go after listings. Um, so, you know, don't, don't ever turn business away. Don't ever turn buyers away, blah, blah, blah. So you, you get, you end up getting pulled in 20 different directions and it's, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to mentally manage all of it. Okay. Um, I'm going to write down mental last, management. I think we need that, don't we? Ramon? Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, definitely, I, I definitely need that. That's, that's why I called Bob. <laughs> Ramon, Ramon needs I it. see somebody. Yeah. So don't worry he about sees it. people good. asking for a friend. Okay. So uh, what's your what's the number one question of the day, Ron? I would say the big question I have is, you know, and I've asked you this before. Let's say I... I wonder I if my answer will match to the last time he asked it. That'd be interesting, well, wouldn't it? Well, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a two-fold question. Oh, so two. 
somebody has a listing, okay, and the seller wants to buy a house. You have the listing. I have the listing, right? Okay. And then the seller also wants to buy a house afterwards. Uh-huh. Now, you like to tell me that I need to find somebody to give the buyer to for a referral fee. Well, that's an what? option. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because to me, I, in my business, all the problems begin with buyers. Mm-hmm. I've always done what you've told me to do when it comes to you know working with sellers, and I'm, I am one of the top listing agents in my in my office. I'll I tell you an observation of mine. Um, by the way, have you always been true to the fearless agent presentations? Okay, good. Well, that's why you're one of the top listing agents. How many agents are in your company? Um, I think at my at my office, it's uh, it's right around forty. I'm number one in listing mm-hmm. uh, total sales. I'm like two, two or three. So what I what I, what I would tell everybody is this: if you're doing forty, um, uh. Oh yeah, excuse me. You said you didn't say you were doing forty. There's forty agents in your office. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my goal for you, if you're not already, is that you would be the number one earning agent in your office. So, mm-hmm. the first thing I would recommend you do, if you're not already, is take every listing at seven percent and keep four. Mm-hmm. So the difference between charging six and doing a three and three, or charging seven and doing four and three. Uh, is not one percent. It's it's about fifty percent because that second uh, that next extra percent doesn't have expenses attached to it like the first three did. You've already paid the expenses out of those, so it's all free money after that. So that's one thing okay. <clears throat> that would cause you to be because I would I would be willing to bet in your company there's not a single agent that always charges seven percent other than you. Is that right? Nobody. Nobody. Okay. So, and many of them were probably charging five or less. So <clears throat> that's that's easy, and you will lose no listings by doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will do no fewer listings by doing that. Is the way I should say that. You might lose a listing because of that, but you would replace it with somebody else who would pay you seven. So that would be mm-hmm. rule number one. Then, if you want to do listings only, which I did do, so I know what that's like. So I made the transition of doing both to doing listings only. And there was, a, there was uh, agents in my company who didn't do listings and they did buyers only. And I do coach some people that do that. So doing mm-hmm. buyers only would be better than doing both. Doing listings only would be better than doing both. And better and doing both would be worse than doing either buyers or sellers only. So I, my recommendation to anybody – would be figure out what you want to do and do only that. Um, it's just like I don't have any uh, coaching students that make a lot of money that do land and commercial and residential. You know, uh, you, you mm-hmm. need to pick your lane and stay in it. So focus okay. is the key to success, not multitasking. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, the the other. Okay. The other thing is when you, when you're going to refer the buyers out, who who are you going to refer them to? So the mistake that gets made, and this gets taught all over the internet by um, nitwits, um, is have a buyer's agent. So write that down. Have 
a buyer's agent. Everybody write that down. And then in front of that, write, don't have a buyer's agent. Don't do that. That's crazy. So think of the the person who would want to be your buyer's agent. How incompetent would they have to be? They get a real they get their real estate license. They go, oh yeah, I'm gonna get me a real estate license. I'm gonna go to school and do all that, pass the test, so I can be Ron's buyer agent. Is that their dream? No. So this is some slacker that that uh, is not who you want. They they're brand new in the business, so you're not going to be able to find a five years in the business, really great with buyers, knows how to write contracts, knows how to present offers, knows all the pitfalls pitfalls of working with buyers that wants to be Ron's buyer agent. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So that's who you wouldn't refer the buyers to. The, the the agent that knows everything that's been in the business a number of years that's who you would that's who you like if you were the buyer who would you want hauling you around you know writing offers for you giving you advice I don't want the new guy doing that so right. um, and showing houses people think that's simple I've never seen an agent do it right I've never once been in a situation where an agent was showing uh, their buyer my listing. If I just happened to be there to witness that, and I'd try not to be, but they never say the right words, which are, could you live here? That's how you show houses. You ask every buyer to buy every house by saying, could you live here? And then they say, oh, no, there's no way we would ever live here. Then why in the world are we still here? <laughs> you know? But they're, up, they're pointing out, oh, look, there's the toilet. No, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the you know, their drywall leak and there's all that. So you need somebody that's professional. So if you, if you have gotten them in and you – do you know how to do all five presentations? Yes. Okay. So uh, if you know how to do all five – for you know presentations that would be lit. for those of you tuning in for the first time that would be listing pricing fisbo buyer and investor so if you get the buyer pre-approved um, through your lender and they have enough money down they can compete in the bidding war and all that and there's somebody you would work with if if you were a buyer uh, oriented agent then they are pre-approved through the. You know how much they have to put down, all that. Your your lender's done that, and you've uh, booked an appointment for them to come into your office. They've met with you. Uh, you asked them all the questions, and then uh, the final question is: uh, If we find the right house today, would you buy it today? And they said, "Oh yes, we're ready to go today." And they sign the buyer broker agreement. Then you introduce them to Dave, your uh, air quotes partner, who can do a much better job of getting them the best house of all the houses that are available to them. So whatever you do, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, you do exactly what Dave tells you to do. If Dave says don't buy that one, do not buy that one. If Dave says offer that much, you offer that much. If Dave says, you know, waive this, do that, whatever, whatever he tells you to do, do it, and then that will guarantee you you will be living in your favorite house, and you won't have some other person living in your favorite house. So you give that raving endorsement to Dave, 
And then Dave takes it from there. Now, when Dave takes them, he gets all future business. So he's going to pay you a 50% referral fee. So it's 50-50 on that one because mm-hmm. you've done everything Dave can't do. You know, even though Dave is great at the at the uh, house showing, offer writing, giving them good advice, he can't get people to come in and meet with him in the office, get him to use his lender, get him to sign the buyer broker agreement right up front. So that's what buyer agents are not good at. So you're good at it. So you get paid for that. And then he gets all future referrals and everything from that buyer and you get a one-time 50% referral fee. So then the other option is 30%, 30% referral paid to you by Dave. That means you got him to come into the office. They are pre-approved through your lender and uh, you are too busy to meet with them because you're on a listing appointment. Uh, Dave meets with them and then he takes it from there. That's clearly, that's worth 30%. Then there's 20%. 20% means I have a phone conversation and the phone conversation sounds like this. I say, you know what? I, uh, I'm different than all other agents. I don't work with buyers at all. But that makes me objective and I can give you some great free advice. And if you take this advice, you're going to end up living in your absolute favorite house. You won't have somebody else living in your favorite house. And if you don't take this advice, um, you probably will not be living in your favorite house. Would you like the advice or not? And they say yes. So they know I'm not trying to sell them on me, you know. So they And they would always say that. They would say, yeah, give me some advice. I'd say, well, there's two decisions that you're going to make that are going to uh, greatly affect your outcome. If you have a bad outcome as a home buyer, you don't have to wonder uh, who screwed up. It will be the lender. Lenders are the source of all problems in all real estate transactions uh, usually. So – Um, choosing the right lender and the way most buyers choose their lender is the exact wrong way. So who should choose the lender? Your real estate professional, whoever that is, they should choose the lender. It needs to be somebody they've worked with for many years. Uh, They've had many successful transactions with, and by the way, in the area in which you're looking, I just happen to know the world's best real estate agent. Would you like me to have him give you a call? His name is Dave. And they would always say yes. So now – I've and then, then I say whatever Dave tells you to do, do it. If he says don't buy it, don't buy it. If he says put that much money down, pay that much, pay that much, put that much down, uh, whatever he tells you to do, just do it, and I promise you, you will be living in your favorite house. Now, I just gave the best raving fan endorsement that Dave will ever get, and certainly that is worth 20%. So now I'm going to get 20% referral fee. Dave's going to get the best referral he ever got, and I spent maybe two or three minutes on the phone to do that. In the 30% scenario, I took a little extra time on the phone, 
because I was booking the appointment for them to meet with me. But I booked the appointment, so that took extra time. And on the 50% one, I met with them, had them sign the buyer broker agreement and all that. But in each one of those three uh, 20, 30, or 50 referral fees percentages, I'm making more dollars per hour than I would even if I went on a listing. So it's very profitable. And it allows Dave to do what he's focused on, which is buyers, and allows me to do what I'm focused on, which is sellers. Did I answer your question? That's that's the main thing. Uh, yeah, it definitely helped. Um, I would. I'm going to have coffee. Can I? Would you? Do you have any coffee there, Ron? Have some folders. Okay. I feel better already. Okay. Um. By the way, so, let's do a shameless plug, shall we? Boy, too bad. Well, Ron, well, Ron, I could tell Ron he's he's looking for that second question. Uh, we're it's time time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. So if any of the stuff makes sense to you and that we talk about and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than hey, you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help, do what Ron did. And if you'd like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. Now, Ron, what, what would your recommendation be to somebody who's considering fearless agent coaching? Uh, just do it. Oh, that was that nice and short. Definitely works. definitely helps. Um, it's it, really the only way to uh, learn how to have some confidence in front of the seller. It gives you the right thing to say. So. Now, if you are a owner of a real estate company and you are recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you'd like help with that, also call me. Go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. Watch that video. That will help you recruit for sure. And if you think it might be a good fit or you're wondering, uh, give me a call. Toll free, day or night, 480-385-8810. Okay, back to your next question, Ron. All right, Bob. So what you, I guess, if you have a seller and they're just they're just bent on you being their buyer's agent, and otherwise they're not going to give you the listing. Or, I don't think that's ever going to happen. You don't think so? I'm certain that's never going to happen because you're not going to tell them that you're not going to be showing them houses up front. <clears throat> okay. You first you list the their house. Uh, mm-hmm. I would get it under contract, and then uh-huh. that would be the time to go looking. Okay. All right. That makes sense. You know, my best friend, Jeff Guy, He, uh, I listed his house, and then uh, I, ref- I, didn't, I, I said my partner, Corlene is her name, she took him out and showed him houses. Um, it's all about the it's all about the house to the buyer, and they'll do anything to get the most money. The seller will. With a, with yep. a buyer, it's all about the house. They'll do anything to get the right house. You know, it's funny that w- what you mentioned the, that same buyer that says, "Oh, I have to have you show me houses." Uh, you get sick one day, and they go into an open house and buy one without you, don't they? Absolutely. Okay. Well, then there's some that's that will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
You have time for another one? I do. All right. What about a real estate agent has a family member who wants them to show them a house, kind of like me, and I don't want to work with buyers, right? What What do I tell my cousin? How do I get around that without upsetting them? So the you you have a cousin and the cousin says, I "Hey, I want to look at a house." Yeah, I've been showing him houses. I've been showing him houses. You know, the right offers. He gets outbid. He's my cousin. It just it's a hard one, Bob. You know, I'm close to them. Um, it's, it's not working out. There's no market. way out. <laughs> I know. There's no. I know. I'm this like, is this is a sad story. How do I fix this? Bob? Well, what, what, what was the what was the issue? So you have been showing him houses, and you're trying to quit. Is that what you're? I <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one because I've probably showed him fifty houses over the last. No, six what do months. you want to do? That's the part of the story I can't figure out. What I would mean, you... I would love to. I would love to find him a house. I just don't see it happening in this current market with with his uh, ability with what he, what he has to work with. Is he FHA VA low money down? No, he's. Uh, he's he's conventional. He has he has ten percent down, but yeah, that's you know, not and, gonna and, work. No, it's not. Especially when there's a bidding war in every property he wants to go look at. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he's my cousin. I'm really really close to my family, so I would I say I would say first of all, I would refer him to another agent, and yeah. then uh, <laughs> say I made a decision in my real estate career. I have decided that. I am never going to show another house as long as I live, okay? You, my cousin, are the reason I made that. No, leave that part out. Um, But say, so from this moment on, I am not allowed to show houses, but I am going to uh, hook you up with an agent that will do an even better job than I ever would. Fair enough? Yeah. And that's classy and, you know. But then you can yeah. uh, tell your friends from now on that it was your cousin, cousin that pushed you over the edge. <laughs> you never show another house as long as you live. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> What's his first yeah. name? Let's not name Neto. This is going to be on the air. We don't want to. He he yeah. wouldn't know if he was listening. He wouldn't know which cousin we were talking about. Probably. You have a big audience, Bob. Nah. There's only four or five people that listen to this. It won't. It'll be fine. No. Two of them are in the studio. Two of them are here, right? And then one of them's on the phone, so right. there's probably one guy on the other. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's not his cousin. The other guy's not his cousin. I'm sure of it. Um. By the way, did you hear – this is the headline. Here's a headline for it. Did you hear the, the lead singer for – because of the Supreme Court. You know, People are upset about the Supreme Court. Did you hear about that? I may have heard some whispers myself. About yeah, yeah. Evidently, the the lead singer for Green Day says he is uh, renouncing his U.S. citizenship. Correct. I, I'm going to have to get back to you on how that affects me. Isn't he the guy liner guy? Yeah, he kind of was the, the guy liner guy. The guy liner guy doesn't want to be an American. Oh, that's a shame. Okay. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. I don't know what that what made me think of that. The cousin, I guess. All right. Any other questions, Ron? No, I do not. Okay. Well, I'm going to teach you something. Okay. Okay. Yep. Here's here's something I was I was thinking about that this is a lost art in real estate, and it's something that everybody needs to be great at. So, uh, in the uh, fearless agent 
listing presentation, one of the visuals is the net sheet, which allows you to say, you know, when you make your decision, you're going to be making your decision on one number, uh, whether to uh, accept or counter, um, and you're not going to. And rest assured, you're taken care of in the in the contract. But uh, it used to be that most agents would be able to. This is before apps. Now, now we have apps, and people don't know how to do anything. Okay, people used to have unlimited knowledge before the internet was invented. Now they say, "I can look it up," and then now they're so stupid they don't even know where to go to look it up. So, no one knows anything. But you need to be able to do a net sheet on paper not digitally and know what all those things mean. So if you if you look at all the you know like it has a buyer column and and uh nobody's smart enough to figure out uh, even the lender probably couldn't do that column. But on the seller column what are the possible fees and costs that they would pay but it has all the different things that a buyer or a seller would pay so one of you know the down payment uh the origination the down payment would be a buyer thing obviously. The origination fee, the discount points, the credit report, escrow fee, seller's title policy, ALTA policy, recording fees, tax service, transfer fee, lender's fees, appraisal, termite treatment, brokerage fee, payoff penalty, interest adjustment, assessments, home warranty, collection setup fee, homeowners association fee, recon tracking fee if there is such a thing, uh, property taxes owed. I would even add in there the uh, – uh, the con man that sold you the solar panel that you have to pay off uh, or that leased water heater or any any of the, or water conditioner, anything that's remaining and then the balance of any loans that are owed um, so that when you're – and then you would fudge the numbers so that they always get a bigger check than the one you promised them when you're presenting the offer. So when you're presenting an offer – is when you would do this. You would never do it in a listing presentation setting. And I've seen uh, brokers that would say, oh, no, you have to do a written net sheet You know, when you take the listing. And I'm thinking, well, you wouldn't even know what the offer was. You wouldn't know what kind of loan it was. So that, obviously that's crazy. But you estimate the net and that has to be fudged in such a way that you know that you're going to be able to sell it for more and get them more money net than you promised them at the night of the listing. But when they get the offer, you have to be able to do that. So what what I recommend to all my fearless agents is use that visual, you know, make copies of it, and then learn how to do that so that you can do it in front of a seller when you're under pressure with an offer. Be good enough that you could do that. And then, um, and of course, you'd probably do it before you went over. But if you're going to change anything in the offer, you need to reflect those changes, and then have them initial that. So that's one of the problems yeah. with the app; they can't initial it, and I think the app could very easily be wrong, and you can't really fudge the numbers easily. So when you when you present the offer, they say yes, I'll take that offer or counter it. Then they've yeah. initialed that net sheet. Then at the uh, closing, they better be getting more money than that. Otherwise, if there's a discrepancy, it better be because they owed more than they told you they did or there was some payoff that they didn't tell you about but the numbers were were correct other than that. And that's going to save you 
A lot of heartache, as I like to say. Oh, there's my phone going. Oh, let's say hi to Dave Weiss. Let's get... Hey, Dave, you're on the podcast. Say hi. Oh, hi. How you doing? Oh, I uh, encountered a fake seller. Do you, okay, I'm going to call you back about that later. Can I do that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, see you, Dave. And there's proof that you will always answer the phone. Well, no, it means I forgot to turn the ringer on. That's it. Otherwise I was trying I to cover have. for you, but Thank that's you. all right. <laughs> Yeah, sooner or later I get it. I get back to him, of course. But um, any final questions or thoughts, Ron? Uh, no, I do not. Let's plug Ron. The town you are you're in, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and people can call you to send you referrals uh, at seven three four three three zero six five zero one. Is that correct? Okay, well, thank you, Ron, for joining us. And once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. If you're an owner and you need to recruit more producing agents, maybe fearless agents, you can go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810 like Dave just did. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast at whatever platform you're on. Go to fearlessagent.com. Watch all our videos. Go to subscribe at fearlessagent.tv to our videos. And until next week, do what we always do. Always have fun. Always be humble. But most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh.